Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome back to the 868 and Beyond Show with me, Jesus, episode 199. Today's episode is not short, it is sweet though, and but definitely not to the point. <laughs> it's about the American politics and some other mini rants in between. So I hope you enjoyed. Let me know what you think. Leave a comment, leave a like, leave a share, message me as well. So without much further ado, let's get straight into today's episode. A lot of people have asked me why I does um why I just study well not study but be so up to date with American politics, seeing that I live in Trinidad. Um for, well, for most of you who don't know Trinidad is the southernmost island in the Caribbean, West Indies. It's just north of Venezuela. Actually we are like seven miles off the Venezuelan coast, so we're extremely close. So when people ask me that, I simply tell them because American politics directly affects, impacts me, Trinidad and Tobago, it, it literally impacts the whole world. That's why the whole world seems to be drawn into it. But I definitely focus on it a lot because of the ramifications that could have with us. So when you may think that but it's just a little county elections or something like that, where someone is doing whatever they got to do to win, whether it be legal or not, moral or not, ethical or not, corrupted or not. I try, tend to be um, up to date as, as I can because it's like this. If someone che- cheats to win a governorship, they win, they get the majority votes when it comes to the general election or the midterm. Then they run the house. Then they go on to win the presidency. The policies and the the um, the way in which they maintain their policies or run their campaigns, their policies, I should say again, would now transfer from just local or state to federal, international policies. For instance, the embargo currently sanctions, sorry, currently against Venezuela with the oil, with the oil, not being able to sell their oil, cuts off, cutting off that income. So now that the country is in the, that state where it is, they, 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 the citizens, they're moving, they're leaving the country. So where do you think they're going? You think they're going some far flung some far flung country? No. <laughs> they go right and close to them. Brazil, um, Colombia, Paraguay, they go right around there. Some up in Argentina, they reach all as far as Mexico and eventually some will end up in the States. But majority will end up right there. And Trinidad being less than seven miles away from Venezuela. Obviously they're gonna come here. It's been recorded. Last time I checked, was 16,000 recorded immigrants. We in general know it's way more than that. was literally everywhere go, they are there. And I am not saying they have, they are not wrong for leaving their country during this, this, this time of everything. Then on top of that COVID, I'm not saying that they are wrong, no. I'll be wrong for thinking something like that. However... 
the challenges to our economy because they are not responsible for when businessmen or business owners i should say rather hire them while when employers rather hire them and pay, pay them below minimum wage because they are not registered they are illegal immigrants and they now work for below minimum wage thereby impacting persons who are here legally as immigrants or citizens in terms of they would now be they would now become an asset to illegal immigrants because instead of being able to pay let's say for instance i don't have to pay gym ten dollars i can pay jose seven or even five dollars who think i'm going to hire uh, yes definitely that that is literally what is happening again i am not saying the immigrants are wrong i'm just saying they are being exploited in that way and therefore thereby impact any citizens of this country they have always venezuelans have always been coming to trinidad in fact there are many persons who live in the south southwestern coast who have families in venezuela and vice versa who have families in trinidad they visit there often not all the times legally but they do so i'm not saying that again that they are that they are 100% to blame but they come so and then illegal immigration is a big business so that leads to further corruption so that in turn gives nefarious characters more power in certain areas which leads to more demoralizing impacts in that section of the country which will default the domino effect would be the whole country itself so you see how the american president directly impacts me and me and you the individual i think any most countries they can look at that something like that but i don't think trinidad um elections impact have any impact of on australia or have any impact on um colombia or have any impact on nigeria no it doesn't but american election that has direct ramifications with all those countries so we have to so i will pay attention to it i will i definitely would love to see the sanctions removed or at least scaled back on venezuela so I love some of those persons to go back home because it's not just a matter of me seeing it here and feeling how I feel about it. And, you understand? I am not. I've spoken to many people who have said, "Send them back home. They're just coming here and this and that and all kind of words and descriptions." I would not say here, and I would never want anybody to say about me. If let's say for some weird. reason it happens in china and i had to go somewhere else i don't want to say those kind of things but the thing is that i have met a lot of these persons who are extremely skilled some from cuba as well binary sanctions with with cuba some of them who are who are teachers who were technicians and they come here and they work as bartenders maintenance staff I mean, yes, they make money. They send back home, and let them do their thing about their family. But come on, they are skilled. 
they are very very skilled and yes the government of Trinidad and Tobago should be looking into if you're a skilled worker give you the opportunity to either be legal or grant you a work license to work in that field but then you know the whole language barrier thing but that is something that be fixed so yes the government of Trinidad and Tobago can look at that option but why should they yes in Caricom we have the freedom of movement for work and thing but why should we have to make ourselves um not not just accountable is the word but why should we have to to make ourselves adaptable when we are not the ones causing the problem we just happen to be right there we just happen to be a, a neighboring country and we the government of Trinidad Tobago has taken it. I mean, they have made provisions for some to be legal, for some to get some kind of um, legalized representation in Trinidad and Tobago. We have Amnesty International in Trinidad as well. So they are. we have provided provisions. But at what cost? At what cost is not the legal ones. And again, I'm not saying the ones who are coming in illegally to be locked up and shipped up and sent back that as some people have been saying but something needs to be done because with the advent of covid the whole covid situation we have seen some immigrants come across with the in the beginning was the the, the brazilian strain and then with the delta variant so of course i would be interested in american politics of course I would be one of the first to say what is right or wrong. Not just for the international, not just for me, but for the international community. I can't say what's right or wrong for the American people. They know what they want. But they can be ignorant of the fact that their elections have a direct impact on the 191 other countries in the world. Or 200 depends on who you speak to. They can't be ignorant of that. Or they shouldn't be ignorant of that. They must say can't. They shouldn't be. Again, the elections of Trinidad and Tobago has no bearings on someone who lives in Spain. None at all. The elections in Trinidad and Tobago have no bearing on the citizen of Florida. They have none. They have no direct impact. They, nobody knows who the leader of Trinidad and Tobago is, or Grenada, or St. Vincent for that matter, or Montserrat. They definitely know who the President of the United States is. Because why? Because we all understand that whoever sits in that office has a direct impact. Not on the country alone, but on you. Yes, you literally you so we have to i'm not saying disrupt it i'm not going i'm not saying that what i'm saying is we have to be very mindful of the important things that goes around around us because the domino effect again as you can see the literal domino effect that directly affects me from somebody sitting in the white house you can see that you could pull the thread and see it unravel and lead right back to me and not just me you 
so we need to be very mindful and we need to be to be very adamant i mean come on look at <laughs> look at something as trivial with this whole covid thing right the wearing of the mask that was the first thing i'm not even reaching to the vaccine thing i'm not even going to talk about that talking about the mask just wearing the face mask in america became an issue and this chicken is this rooster is always <laughs> up when i am up oh oh he's up when i'm up well and the the mask issue went from there to every single country i'm not even going to say which country is the worst but which country is highlighted the most is america but it happens in almost every country from the mass from the immediate time instance that the former president said he's not the mass when the mass thing became an issue and then when he did start to wear it, it was a, it was already far gone him that we couldn't pull it back the, the supporters couldn't pull back their stance or wouldn't i should say so that's how impactful that the presidency of america is of the united states of america is so much so that had he just simply said yo let's wear the mask thing i'm not saying we would have got rid of by now but it definitely would not have been what's going on right now the carnage because if we, if we go down the road of the vaccines that's a whole not another issue you know? that's just a whole compounded matter on one simple issue and yes yes i would be on the side of transparency with with data or data whichever pronunciation you use i would be on the transparency of that and again an american citizen had our local ministry embroiled in an investigation looking for something when miss nikki manaj stated that of cause her friend her cousin's friend testicles swole was swole after taking the vaccine and the marriage their marriage was called off what now i'm not saying the adverse effects of pfizer the side effects won't that it did say that they have um in the, the sheet i saw it said that testicular swelling was one of the side effects and testicular pain and whatnot was one of the side effects but when the ministry of um, health did the investigation the minister of health mr terence dialsing found there was no such incidents and when miss menage made that tweet it went viral all over the world so again why shouldn't i be interested in the american politics i guess menage is not a politician i understand that she is from trinidad but again it just shows the the um, impact that the americans who have a say in the world have a say in the world whether you like it or not whether you will look at it as just a um an act uh, a rapper shut up and sing which i don't understand how she should do that or an athlete as in lebron james when he was told shut up and dribble 
these persons have a direct line to millions of people and therefore the world. The vaccines again I believe should have should have full disclosure. I'm not telling me do your own thing in terms of that, but the governments who administer it should be open and say, yo, these are the side effects. But the chances of them, however, are low. Now ensuring that there have been some reactions. They have been. Um uh but the ratio is small. And the thing is, even if they administered, let's just say for argument's sake, last time I, last time I checked, fully vaccinated persons in Trinidad accounted for 493,000 persons. That's just under 50%. No, sorry, about 40-something percent. And 40-45%, yeah. And of those 400,000, 493,000 persons, even if, even if 100 persons got adverse reactions, those who are not vaccinated, or who, I should say more accurately, who are against vaccination, will point and say, look, 400 persons were negatively infected. But if I say, but 492,000 900 persons were positively affected, they would say they're lying to we, or nah, I don't know. Which is it's understandable to be scared. You don't want to be one of the 100s. But the chances, that's just the chances. And all the, it's just so much. It's just so much. I, I've honestly stopped arguing or discussing with persons who don't want to be vaccinated. I have done. Because, again, Again, people have shared news from American sites. OAN is one of them. And I've explained to them what OAN is, what they do, and then I explain what they're sharing, why it is in why it is inaccurate. And I've been met with a lot of negative pushback. And I understand why, because the news that the news that they are sharing is in line with bias with what they want to see, the confirmation biases there. That's the news that they want. So when I simply, not with my emotions, when I simply provide the facts to the matter at hand, I am being attacked. I have been told um, when I took the vaccine in the early days, um, I've been, I was told, wish you a happy death and all others, all other likes, you're going to die and whatnot, whatnot. That's what I was told. So, when it is that you are told these things by persons you have known or have seen for the last 20 years, what we think that, that that does to me? I've been, I, we think that does to me. I've been, I've told, having this discussion, again, in this echo chamber of Facebook, and the only way there's no is an echo chamber is we just start to just, Take yourself back for a few days or a moment and just look at it. But nobody wants to do that. Everybody loves the echo chamber there, whether they're for the vaccine or not. But anyhow, I digress again. I was told by an individual that he wants to go to Canada. He's fed up of Trinidad. He's leaving. I said, cool, no problem. Where are you going? Right? Well, yeah, he want to go to Canada. I was like, all right, cool. So you're taking the vaccine to go to Canada, but not to stay here. 
he's like, well, if I had to take it, I would go because you know, this and that and that and the prime minister, this and that and that. I said, right, cool, no problem. Because he said, um, he said, the vaccine passport they have in France, in Trinidad, come in just now, me not into that and thing. I said, right, cool. I said, what, you know, in Canada, they're doing that now, right? In some provinces in Canada, they're doing that now, right? He's like, no, you think you're lying by your nonsense, you're talking, ding, ding, ding. I said, okay, sent him the article. I think it was Alberta. Sent him the article, ding, ding. He said, Nigeria is one place. I said, right, cool, no problem. I said, so, you wouldn't take the vaccine to leave Trinidad, to go to, to, to Canada, to get away from the same things you don't want to experience here in Trinidad. I said, I'm making any damn sense. I said, you really unlistening to yourself? And this whole COVID thing has just highlighted one, the zombie movies were right. That's exact, that, that is exactly what would happen. People will hide the bite. Um, two, what people do when they are afraid. And to me, that is the most important one. Because when you get down to the nitty gritty of it, people are afraid. It was, it's something we have never lived through. Very few, very, very few people even lived through the Spanish flu epidemic who are alive. If, and, and nobody is alive. Yeah, but some are very, very few, handful. So when something like this happens, I mean, we've had Ebola, Zika, Chikungunya, SARS, various pockets. We never had something across the whole globe. So when something like this happens, they get scared. And what does someone do when they feel scared, vulnerable, and cornered? They strike. They lash out. And I understand that they are afraid. Trust me, I do. Because I naively thought that in the early March 2020, when Trinidad got their first COVID case, I naively thought and told a friend of mine, we were sitting at a bar when news came across. I was like, now you see this already, man. The last a few months, I got thing. With the whole Ebola, many Ebola thing. And we was like, yeah, thing, thing. But look at this now. Look at us now. What we in now? End of September 2021. <laughs> that was 17, 18 months later. So people are scared, they are worried, they are wondering. There are many people in financial ruin, many businesses have closed down. And is the thing is that it's not un- a uniquely Trinidad problem, but we need Trinidad solutions. Things need solutions need to be tailored to suit Trinidad culture. Um taking the international standard of approach to the problem, using their solution won't necessarily have the same effects here. Some might, some instances it may, but the very nature of our business, of our revenue, which is oil, <laughs> still, yes, I know, still, the very nature of it, and, uh, I, it won't necessarily have the same impact of Germany or France, France's solution. If Germany's solution was whatever it is, it won't have a. It won't directly have a not change in Trinidad. So you listen to me rant for about twenty something odd minutes, and started off with American politics and just diluted into other things. But the 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 same thing stands for this. 
in the end though you have to be very aware of what goes on around the world and see how it impacts us directly because covid has shown that when the first case propped up october november 2019 then i take a note of it i mean i knew of it i was just read watching it reading news and thing wherever i saw of it whenever i thought that it wouldn't impact us hey i didn't even go carnival 2020 because of that people said why let me go now doing things like that nah, good now covid thing eh. it's like a cool it spreads fast like easy like a cool cycle and boom look at it so yeah you have to be aware and someone told me with the argument for against the vaccines and things he says this boy you have to look at things boy differently it's a perspective i say yes you are right there's perspective we need perspective in life but perspective is not facts perspective can help you get a clearer picture but perspective is not facts but we really we honestly do need perspective and you will we need to see observe and hear things from the other side from time to time to make sure that we are not in an echo chamber so that's today's episode this episode 199 um yeah as i leave you as always remember excellence is a habit make it yours be good be better be your best until we see each other again and hmm, looks like it's gonna be next week be safe